0: is The Shepherdess at Harmony Farms, where we encourage you to think big, start small, and don't quit. Thank you for joining me for episode nine of The Shepherdess Podcast. So today's podcast was taken from a live monthly workshop that I host, Farm on the Web, teaching farmers to be marketers. A lot of you may know it already, But I jumped into farming a little bit less than a year ago from 10, 15 years, if you go all the way back to my first business, in business marketing and retail management. I have been blessed to be able to participate in 10 different business startups, managing a couple of personal brands, as well as freelance web development, SEO analysis, rankings, so on and so forth. So. As I jumped into farming, I wanted to share some of this information with you, and I wanted to do it in a way that was really well-condensed. You know, you can get onto YouTube, you can get onto Google, you can ask your questions in today's world and receive so many different answers based on what one guru says. But I really wanted to condense this information, the best information, and information on marketing, on building businesses that has actually worked me that has actually contributed to sales and business growth. And that's exactly what I'm doing through The Farm on the Web. It's a monthly membership. It is $15 per month and I teach you how to do things like build websites for your farm, build newsletters, and just all around marketing practices and principles that have stood the test of time and principles that I really believe are timeless. Even though we're building businesses on the internet, these principles really transcend any platform and any medium that you choose. So if you'd like to join me for Farm on the Web monthly, I will put the link to that in the show notes. It is a 30 minute intensive on how to do things related to marketing your farm on the internet and then it's followed up by 30 minutes of live question and answer time. So I hope to see some of you guys over there. And in the meantime, please enjoy this podcast that is extracted from the question and answers time during the April 2021 Farm on the Web workshop. While I talk a lot about website building, this podcast is going to have a lot of information for you as far as marketing in general. So don't be scared off if you're not ready to tackle the website building side of it yet. There's going to be something in this podcast for you. I'm gonna to jump to today's episode, but if you guys would like to get in touch with me, please send me an email at shepherdess at harmonyfarms.blog. All right, thank you guys for joining me tonight. If formatted correctly, your website is your most productive employee, and this particular format that employee works 24 seven for just over $7 per month. You know, there are a lot of options out there that'll kind of give you a pop-up solution. And they're a lot more expensive than what I'm showing here. They're, they're a little bit easier to get set up, but it's between 50 and $100 per month. And, you know, as small farmers with small margins already, I don't think that's a really good way to go. Um, So if you guys can put in the effort to get this process going for yourself, you're going to have more control and you're going to have essentially more income at the end of the day because you're not spending your money, you know, on the easier, faster solutions. So, you know, why have a website? Well, e-commerce grew in 2020 more than it grew in the 10 years previous in just that one year. And we all know why. But the reality is people are buying produce on Amazon, people are shopping for everything on the internet. And when you have a website, it really builds, number one, that trust, that credibility. You know, people are gonna be looking immediately, you hand them that business card, which you'll put your website on. And people will be looking for a way to get in touch with you again. I mentioned last month in the Farm on the Web newsletter, the rule of sevens and how that's been one of the most important marketing principles that I followed and it is essentially that somebody who is entirely new to you and what you are doing will need to make seven points of contact on average before they click that buy button before they perform the action that you're prompting them to so with that internet marketing house that I showed you before We're just creating points of contact again and again to consistently build that trust and to build towards that end goal, which is clicking the buy button, really. Yeah, Jacqueline says, I have found that people really like Googling places before going to them. So it's so important to have a strong online presence that they can delve into. Absolutely. This article, I'm getting ready to reach you from Forbes.com. Um, it is says credibility is at the top of the list as far as why you want to have a website for your businesses. In fact, 2021, people expect for you to have a website. And when you don't, you know, just because we're living in that modern world, when you don't have a website, you know, it kind of turns people off. So it's just a bit of honesty there, but it's the truth. And kind of an encouraging thing to get on it. Without having a website, this is a research done by Forbes, people may question your legitimacy as a business. Having a website is an opportunity to make a great first impression and give people the comfort that you are a real business. Um, Another citation here is that having a website generates organic traffic. That's why I encourage you to target your key phrase up front whether it's grass fed beef in texas grass fed beef in dallas target that right up front at the onset of your website building and build that phrase into every area of your website build it into your about page a couple of times build it into the tagline and the header and build it into those posts that you update as well doubling back to to the your website as the most valuable employee that you can ever employ. Um, It honestly saves you time in customer service. If you have a website that displays, you know, your hours of operation, that displays your current catalog of available products to purchase, it gives people the opportunity to go there. You know, rather than calling you, rather than emailing you, human resource is the most valuable resource and human resource is the most expensive resource. So if we can find ways to leverage what we know of modern technology and what we have available in modern technology, we've got to do it Um, rather than spreading our human resource so thin that we can't move forward. All right, ways to use this marketing tool of a website that we just created. Obviously, number one is put it on your business cards. Put it everywhere. If you guys are coming over from YouTube or any of my social media channels, I constantly plug harmonyfarms.blog. I put it on my videos. I put it under my videos. Um, It's on my business cards. So use it as a foundational, just a hub to constantly put people back into. You need to create new posts with updates on available products. Again, this is going to be sort of a conditioning for your customer base to know that consistency and output of you know available products. It will condition your customers to know that they can go there and receive the latest on what you have to offer. Jacqueline says, where do you think the line is between repeating yourself to make your brand stick versus being too active to the point where you get tuned out or are perceived as a nuisance. You balance this very well. Okay, this is a really good question. And I'm glad you said that I balance it very well, but that rule of sevens is this. At the end of seven interactions, your customer will do one of two things or your audience will do one of two things. They will perform the action that you want them to or they will leave. And to be honest, if they end up leaving, it's because they weren't a good fit for you. They were not your audience. So I don't worry about balancing, you know, the repeating myself. I just keep repeating myself as frequently as I can. And I still don't feel like it's enough. So you're going to feel like a broken record, but you will not be. I just want you to know that right now. You will not ever say it too many times. I think, I mean, if you uh, think about the as seen on TV infomercials, that used to be the primary means by which people would purchase things, you've got those slogans in your head 15 or 20 years later, because they said it a million times. So I'm encouraged that I don't sound like a broken record to you, Jacqueline, but Never worry about that. Um, I treat my website like a home base because again, at the end of the day, it's a platform that I own. And here's a bit of information just on my analytics, on my statistics. My website, of all of the platforms I'm working right now, of Facebook, Instagram, and my newsletter, and um, YouTube as well, it gets the lowest amount of traffic per day. For example, I will get maybe 1,500 views on a um, a new video the day I post it. And my website will get maybe 50 or hundred views. But the reality is that's a platform that I own. Facebook will shut me down any day, not will shut me down, but could shut me down any day. And I've had businesses where that's happened to them. Instagram can do the same thing. And YouTube has control of your followers. But if I condition people through the constant repetition that you'll find me at harmonyfarms.blog when you need me, That's a platform I have ownership of and a little bit more control. And it just adds a bit of a safety net to my overall internet marketing scheme. And I'm going to be teaching you guys in the coming months, you know, how to do things like use Facebook, how to use Instagram, and how to use even YouTube, what I've learned of YouTube, to generate leads, generate traffic to Your website to your newsletters. But what we're doing here is we're laying the foundational elements because if you begin building your business, if you begin building your business on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube without this foundation, I mean, what happens to a house when you begin building the walls or building the uh, framing it in without that foundation? It will crumble. And guys, because I've been in business for 10, 15 years, if you go all the way back to when I was launching my first one, um, 15 years, I've been through a lot. I have built those businesses without the foundation of this newsletter, without the foundation of this website. Um, and that's why I'm prioritizing it. And that's why I'm just harping on the fact that it's so important that you get these elements going first. Um, Julie, can you make money with your website? Absolutely. And the next month is going to be the e-commerce, which is how to add products to your site. I'm already making money off of my farm site, even though I don't have farm products to sell. I have my merch going. This plus the books and the resources that I'm reselling. I also have shirts. Shopshepherdess.com. But essentially, I'm leveraging what I know, what I what I have available right now, which is what I know of marketing. And I'm selling product. I'm not selling pasture raised lamb yet because it's not available, but I'm selling products with, through my website and with this website. So next month is going to be e-commerce and I'm going to be teaching you how to set up um, payment processors. So you can take people's credit card through your website. And then I'm going to be walking you through how to add products to your website, because I really believe we need to, as small scale farmers in a modern world, diversify as much as possible in the way that we work our farms. I mean, if you're like Taylor and you're working and maybe your dad is the one that's interested or your mom is the one that's interested in farming, but you have a product that you can contribute and begin selling. And that's another income stream. That's an increased income stream through Taylor, something like what you can create with your hands. And it's not a conventional farm product, but it's a way that you can make money while farming. So I really want to encourage people to do that because there's so much opportunity to do just that. Julie, do you make your shirts? My sister-in-law has a circuit at her work and made shirts for families to wear at the farmer's market. Yeah. Um, I have a local screen printer that I work through, Julie. So I like to keep, I like to do support local businesses. I do have them screen printed locally, but I don't make them myself. I design, I do all the designs myself on uh, Photoshop. All right, guys, we're a little over an hour. If anybody has any extra questions, I am glad to stay for a few extra minutes. I am enjoying it here. But if nobody else has any other questions, I am gonna round this off. We have e-commerce coming next month, which I would suggest that you guys really join me for because it'll allow you to sell a lot of different things while you're waiting for your farm products to grow out. And you never know. You never know what's gonna take off, really. So. You may set out to be a farmer, and you may be like Taylor and sell luxury knitwear and make a million dollars that way. Hi, this is Taylor's dad, Bart. Can you go through the process of selling your sheep? We have six sheep right now, and they are all related to each other. We need to get new blood into the flock. Yes. So this July, I've got, we had rams like crazy this year, but... It's incredible because the quality of our rams is looking really good. I'm going to be selling the rams for breeding stock. Anything that's not fit to be bred will be sold as a weather, which small farmers who want to see how, how to do sheep can just raise them um, small scale. But the process will be this. In July, I will set up a portfolio on my website, and I will also have buy button on my website. You can pay for the sheep right there with your credit card. But yeah, it will be a portfolio coming in July and you will for sure know about it. If you are following any of my social channels or will be on my newsletter, I will blast it absolutely everywhere when they're available to buy. Yes, Bart Weber. I do sell on Craigslist. I actually was working to sell my RAM that is right now, he's the uh, sort of the old guy that we're phasing out. He's got about maybe one or two good breeding seasons under him, but we've already used him for three seasons. So we are phasing him out and I listed him on Craigslist and that is where my prospective buyer came from. So yes, use Craigslist. David, can I make a new site while the old one is active? Yes, David, you can. It's a bit tricky to work updates on the same domain so work by that i mean it's it's tricky to work the back end and make website updates while there's a, another website running it's possible but it would probably require a whole nother workshop just because you know building something on the back end while while maintaining the front end is, is kind of like running a construction project while the while the family's living in the house it's kind of like that if that analogy strikes with anybody but yep All right. So just one thing I want to emphasize with you guys is that all of these things that we're doing is just the opportunity to create trust in a digital world. Trust in a digital world, leave with that on your mind and know that those seven points of contact are seven opportunities to build trust. And that is what you need for people to give you their money. So build that website, guys. And I'm excited to see all of you next month for Farm on the Web e-commerce. Taylor, keep knitting. I am very excited to have you back this month and hope to see you again next month as well. Follow me on YouTube, The Shepherdess, Instagram and Facebook, Harmony Farms Dorpers. Thank you guys and have a great night. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find more information on the Farm on the Web workshops simply by going to farmontheweb.com. Also, if you would like to follow my personal journey in sheep farming and regenerative agriculture, please visit www.harmonyfarms.blog.